Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Bushwhacker thing there or what? No, actually, I was doing the uh, the, the idols at the end of Adventure Express at Kings Island when you go up the hill. The bu- you, don't you remember you what lost, I mean? Yeah, you, you lost me. Right? No, this is the bushwhackers. Yeah. Your elbows have to be, you know, at you know that way. But I was doing yeah, the Adventure we, Express. Yeah, when you're the the part right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which was always such a big letdown because you thought there was going to be a really big drop when you went through it and it just coasted well, the whole, exit. That whole ride was pretty taint lame. <laughs> tame, <laughs> tame lame. I, I don't tame. I, lame. I, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, it was I, the one that was Indiana Jones themed, kind of. Yeah, it was a family coaster, so it was thrilling enough that you could put little utes on it, but it wouldn't make them hurl. It was just, you know, like a wild mine ride. Gotcha. Eric, you'd be happy to know that at no point in time did your rear end go above your head. That is a rule of mine. <laughs> that, is, that is my credo, one of my credos. <laughs> May my anus never be above my head. <laughs> so let it be said, so let it be written. So say it, the shepherd. I'll say it, the flock. It would sound better if you, so let it be written, so let it be said, shall my anus never reach above my head that would <laughs> sound much more official that way <laughs> credos oh my welcome as we uh go off on a tangent already welcome to episode uh, 96 of the play it by your podcast so over under on the number of times we'll add allison's to that have you heard today may the fourth be with you hello allison May the fourth be with you. Rebecca, welcome. Yes. Savannah's with us. Savannah. 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 My cousin, Rebecca, all the way up in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Give me some cheese. (laughs) All right. Want to remind you as we go into episode 96 of our 100th episode, which is creeping up on us and uh brady thank you very much made a poster so i could show this on the screen complete with date and times of our 100th episode sunday june 5th from 5 to 8 p.m at sons of toil brewing on Klein toil. road toil get it we're we'll gonna, we'll gonna do some toiling there <laughs> on june 5th. On Klein Road in Mount Orb, uh, you can look them up on Facebook. You search out Sons of Toil and get all the information about that. You can have some uh, adult Kool-Aid and enjoy the podcast. So, hope to see everyone there. Please, uh, there is a, a Facebook invite out there or a Facebook event on our uh, on our Facebook page. Please, at least, if you uh, might have a plan on coming, uh, go in there and Click that you're interested anyway, so we can kind of get a count of what we might be expecting there. 
be kind of like a wedding, you know, one part of the crowd's like people from my scope, you know, and, you know, each one of us, we seat it like a wedding where, you know, the people that we invite personally get seated on one side of the, of the beer hall. So we have ushers. Yeah, they shall be ushed. Are you with Brady, Todd, or Eric? That could be a little contest. Who brings in the most uh, earbuds to our you little there would soiree? Be, there would be a lot of people uh, torn, I'm assuming, and like a lot of people like not knowing where to. So do you count if they knew you guys before me? Well, I don't know. Nah. Most, most of our earbuds have the great misfortune of knowing all of us. That's what I was getting ready to say. So you got to count. You got to go by something. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Kirsten, for claiming us. Ah, uh, good, good for the dad joke. White <laughs> oh. tail feathers to hide their butt quack. Ooh, Kirsten. Kirsten's with all three of us. Hello, Kirsten. Kirsten. Nice to have you. Well, uh, if you have not introduced yourself, checked in, please do so, or I guess you can linger about in the shadows if you so desire. But uh, we welcome all of you here. If you've not been here before, we will each talk about a topic. Uh, actually, my topic generally is the game of the night, and I will round things out. But uh, Brady will be first. Todd will be the middle segment, and I will round things out, as I said. We'll talk 20-ish minutes on each topic, more on the ish than the 20. Uh, try to give some sort of... Uh, confines to this show although we rarely adhere to the confines but, uh, eric will administer the discipline to keep us loosely <laughs> i discipline my children for that yeah the key ring or um i don't know what else get a spray bottle out and just uh, <laughs> start misting the camera or a can of pennies Peppermint spray in the face. Yeah. Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys would have been proud of me the other day. Um, I have two cats that are indoor outdoor. This is a, a this is a dog household, but you know my little girl does love the cats, and they're fixed, and they come and go as they please. You know, but um, there was a cat that is not a stray, but it is a neighborhood Siamese that came to feast upon the fancy victuals that I had placed on the back deck for my cats. So when I opened up the door, <laughs> I was going, ska, 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 Welcome, Treva. John Whitney. Joining live from a van down by the river. You know, most people I wouldn't believe, but I believe John probably is in the Ozark Mountains somewhere. Probably is. Probably is. You know, you never take me with you, John. I don't get it. Say say hi to Jason Bateman. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Good show, Ozark. Very good show. Uh, near or far, Celine Dion. Who would know? She didn't even know. No. Right. No. Brady. Yeah. You, you have the floor. Step up. Proceed, I, sir. I shall, sir. Point of order. Okay, so I'm going to do a topic that um, Eric actually found this, and it's on moneywise.com. We did not discuss it. I will be full disclosure. He said, is this a possible topic? But we did not discuss it, did we, gentlemen? 
Nope. So this is new to all of us. But uh, this topic is from the Money Wise article, Boomer Skills That Are Becoming Obsolete. Now, before I start... Why, why do I feel myself getting crotchety already? Just by the I, title I, of this article. This is going to turn us all into OCCs, the original say, old there's... OOCs, the original old coots. Old I'm going to coot them <laughs> on this. All right, Brady. See how, okay. see how cranky you can make us here. How curmudgeonly we can be. <laughs> so, um, the and I do want to put this disclaimer. Um, there got to be a thing a couple years ago where millennials on social media, if you said something that they thought was too old fashioned, they'd go, okay, boomer. Oh, they and then people that. started misusing it. I always said, I'm a nonviolent man. I have never been in fisticuffs in my life. But if somebody in a fit of anger said, okay, boomer, I cannot guarantee their safety. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would. You realize that like just you, you just invited anyone to say that uh, at our 100th episode. Yes, I know. Don't I, worry, I audience. We will just we will hold him back. So someone's going to come to the 100th episode and go, "Okay, boomer." <laughs> I will fly across that table like Jimmy Superfly Snuka. That's and right. Land upon them. So <laughs> here, here comes the first one. The Skills that are becoming obsolete, and that is reading a map, a paper map. Having a Rand McNally paper map on a trip. Um, we still teach, I'm a fifth grade social studies teacher, we still do some map skills and everything. But I actually thought this year's like, man, how much longer am I going to be doing this because it's becoming obsolete? Did you get them paper maps? Uh, they we had an atlas. We were doing a latitude longitude race. You know? Now this one doesn't get me fired up too much because I agree with this one. Uh, yeah. While I think while I think map skills are always going to be important, I don't know that maps themselves, uh, paper maps, paper you know, map skills, paper maps, and uh, and I do think that there's nothing like you know trying to navigate a vehicle when there's a four by four sheet of paper spread out across the dash and the gear shift. And yeah. The, yeah, my dad driving the Shasta RV through Atlanta in rush hour traffic, and seeing which one was the you know, and having to get that out and like unfold it while cars are whizzing by. Were you in the water closet at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I was not. That's a different there's no, episode. There's no wonder dads were always so cranky on vacations. I mean, trying to deal with paper maps. Oh, yeah. You know? It's not like you could read them yourself, so you're relying on someone else to read a paper map for you, and then, yeah, very frustrating. Now, Brady, I, map... I bore you, Brady, to do a map exercise with your students. Give them paper maps. Watch them try to fold said paper maps. Hilarity will ensue. Here, I'll, I'll do this. I'll put them on one of those scooters, the PE scooters, where one has to push one on the PE scooter, while the one on the scooter has their map out trying to find, yes. So, Kids, and then, you don't know the struggle. And then watch their blood pressure shoot up to boomer age. <laughs> so, but yeah, map skills, that makes total sense. Okay, next one. Driving a stick shift. Yes. Driving a I, stick shift. I never did see much of a point in it, but... Uh... 
It was like um, a it was like a manly th- a manhood thing. Like you know, you had your you had your manhood questioned if you couldn't drive a stick shift. Correct, and that's what I learned to drive on because the old '76 Pinto and the '82 Mercury Lynx both were stick shifts. Oh, and wait a minute, yes, yes, the Ford Ranger truck. Really? We had two. Th- those were all. They were all stick shift. So I did not own an automatic until I bought my own car after I got out of college. Well, now let, like my own new car. Let, let's provide some context here, Brady. Mousy bought stick shift cars because it saved gas mileage. And not only cheaper. that, but he also enjoyed being a red light racer, where <laughs> yeah. he would pull up. And then there'd be the red light, and you know he couldn't resist the urge to go <laughs> and start like Brady. It seems like I remember. So when would have you been? Would have would I would I have known you yet when you were still driving stick shifts? Because it seems like I remember riding in a vehicle with you, with you having to truck. With you. Yes. Okay. Probably the truck. I remember us going to the drive-in once and using yeah. the truck bed to watch movies. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nothing like when you miss the gear or whatever, and it just does that vibration thing for everybody in the car and makes that terrible sound. Grind them till you find them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only time I've ever... The only time I ever drove one was... I mean, I think a couple of my buddies had, you know, drove stick shifts, but I... uh, was thrown to the wolves one time at a job I had, and uh, had to go had to go across town in a in like a, a dump truck or some sort of truck like that, and like you know was the worst idea to put me behind the wheel to drive that thing. I was scared to death. I think I, I think I quit the job when I when I got back. Oh, uh, that's rough. So that's shaky, rough. And, yeah. Cause... All right, so comments. Um, uh, Johnny, uh, reading a map consists of looking at a picture. How can that skill be lost? There's I see abstracts. What you're saying. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. But I as a social studies teacher, it is a skill. Again, I think I think it's paper maps. Yeah. So they're talking about now those pictures are just on your phone or on your yeah. navigation system. And the phone tells you where to go. Yeah. Treva says, I can't do it. Take the red road to the blue road. Who knew the blue road was a river? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. Um. So, uh, Go on, John, go on. Uh, still about 50% in the UK are manual gear, so I must ask, uh, John, I assume your name's John, are you in the UK right now? That, that I would, would love to know this. I was wondering that myself. That would be outstanding. We would That'd like be to give amazing. you a proper welcome, if that's yes. where you are. Not that we wouldn't welcome you anyway, but... Uh, and, that, and that's an interesting statistic right there. I would like to know if there's a reason. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Is have some more information about that i know i'm i'm waiting for with bated breath for john to comment on this or i should say go on john yeah yeah well you can go on brady he'll Um, get around to us i'm sure the next one is writing in cursive writing in cursive you're going to fire up the facebook folks brady oh yeah um, all I can say about that is anyone complaining about the cursive writing has never tried to grade 40 essays written in cursive from fourth graders. Um, you know, I, I, I don't mind my kids practicing cursive and I, and I, you know, I always ask them, I tell them they should be able to sign their name and, and I let them practice in cursive, but I, I would not let them write essays and things like that in cursive. 
Yeah, that and, gets a bit maddening. Yeah, it, it's. I'll, I'll fully admit that may be a bit. So here's an unintended consequence of not writing in cursive, not being able to read cursive. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's and again, book. and Brady, you mentioned social studies teacher. If you're looking at founding documents, such as the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution written in cursive, I mean, kids can't read it because they, they don't write it. Yeah. I'm an adult. Well, most, I guess I should say chronologically, but um, <laughs> I can't read. I have, I have a struggle to read founding documents in cursive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a different kind of cursive too. Yeah. I had to, uh, I can't remember which test it was, but what, I don't know what they called them, but the test I had to take to pass, to like become a teacher, like, you know, what I'm talking about the, yeah, the I had to take a, yeah. I had to take a you know a language arts one, a social studies one, and then like a, just an overall teaching one. But I remember on the the days of those tests, I show up at the testing center, and you have to sign this paper. It's kind of like when you go to the doctor, and the bottom had a paragraph, and you had to copy the paragraph in cursive. I to this day don't know why, but I'm going to tell you I struggled. I mean because I hadn't because <laughs> I have been what my cursive is so terrible. I, I so I yeah. print most of the time, and I really struggled sitting there writing that you know, copying that paragraph in cursive. It's definitely a skill that if you don't use, you lose. Oh, absolutely. My hand cramps if I go beyond my name much. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being uh, said, I still don't have a problem with eventually just being, I think there's a lot more important things to worry and get ourselves all fired right. up about than the next generation not being able to write in cursive. Exactly. So John gave us an answer. Uh, yes, he is in the UK. Uh, at the time he made that message with two minutes ago, it was uh, 12, 17 a.m., so John is watching us tomorrow. Wow. Near Liverpool. Near Liverpool. Um, John, you're not going to believe this, but my neighbor across the street, um, she is a Liverpudlian. She, um, yeah, she married a Cincinnati guy, and she is from Liverpool, so. Small yeah, cool. Welcome, John. Yes. Uh, he also goes on to say most cars till, say, about 2,000 would have been manual, not sure of the reasons. Maybe smaller cars, less weight, simple with manual gearbox. Most people opt to take license to drive stick, full license, or have an auto-only license. Huh, so you have oh, two kinds cool. of licenses. That's, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that is. And my last question for John, um, Everton or Liverpool? I'll wait for Ooh. his answer. Sounds uh, like Rebecca talks about the cursive. She doesn't even teach it in fourth grade anymore. And uh, Allison says Europe has a lot of standard shift cars that's what she's referred vehicles uh husband's truck is a standard much cheaper that way yeah i i assume most people over here anyway bought them to save to save money <laughs> so yeah. john was referring to your neighbor she escaped <laughs> are, are things not good near liverpool john i sometimes i wonder how good they are here but uh. <laughs> okay now this next one number four this one is probably going to get our bear our Oaked. inner bears and our audience bear poking. Okay. So this is traditional grammar. And I'm going to have to read what they say here. Unless we're talking about Latin, language is constantly evolving. So is grammar. An article published by Reader's Digest discussed a few significant changes. For one, the use of cell phones with their emojis and acronyms have shortened many people's written communication style. And um, extra letters add emphasis. So I'm... Fine, F-I-I-I-I-I-I-N-E. 
so since you can't hear it, you're texting it that I'm fine. So it's kind of like, <laughs> and Eric, you're laughing, you know. Um, so you, um, you know what I just thought of? What I, I, I thought of Dumb and Dumber. I want to use, use the phone. punch. <laughs> so, um, but um, you know. this is true and i had to tell students it's like hey guys on these questions please don't type in texties i call it texties so as long as i don't make a mistake but anyway um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm in the middle on this one you're in the middle i i have i don't have a problem with with the standards loosening up a bit, mm-hmm. but I have a problem with just letting it go all the way. I don't think we should let kids write fine. I don't think we should, you know, I don't think that should replace or on an essay test. They answer IDK. Yeah. yeah. For Pete's sake, write it out. If you don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Other comments. Uh, Treva says the younger generation struggle with their signature because they did not learn cursive. That is true. That is true. John says neither because he does not like football. Interesting. That that being the uh, sport that most of the world calls football, which we call soccer. Man, I really like John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he also says not so much anti-disestablishmentarianism recently. Whoa, hang on a minute here, John. (laughs) 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 Slow your roll, player. (laughs) say. You you've gone well above the IQ of this show with that word. Don't make me break out super califragilistic, whatever the rest of it is. <laughs> or because he will render us to be like Australopithecus afarensis. <sighs> Those are the cave people, little two foot cave people. That's always my favorite when I learned from college zoology. Yeah, we kid, John. Very impressive word. We just uh, yes, we're just not very bright. <laughs> Joey. Joey uh, says, since it's Star Wars Day, can the cast please sing the Cantina song using do um, There you go. That's as good uh, as it gets. Anyway, Brady, Brady <laughs> phones in a, a, a Benny Hill ditty. There, uh, <laughs> that would be. I, I can, <laughs> So, um, okay, number five on the boomer skills that are becoming obsolete is sewing. Sewing. Um, and I would like to go one farther here. I think the skill of being able to sew a rip in your clothing or some kind of object, that's never going to go away. I think what they mean sewing is, um, you know, getting the pattern, cutting out the clothing, actually making it with a sewing machine. I don't know. I I think I don't I don't know if people would even sew a hole in their clothing much anymore. I think they just go buy something else. Go away and buy something else. We we yeah. live in a disposable society. And us and we live in, you know, we, we we want it and can get it right now. Yes. And I mean, my goodness, how do we get by without being able to darn a sock? <laughs> Oh, I darn them all the time. I can't find the other one, and I start saying darn a lot. Yeah, I'll bet. Darn that sock. Where is it? (laughs) 
but <laughs> you're used to the word darn there. That's amazing. I'd forgotten about that word actually. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Let's go on to the next one. Now it's an obsolete skill. I don't like the way they included this, but we get it. And that's using a landline. Again, um, the struggle the the kids do not know the struggle. And I just have now a I know what you're thinking, Eric. What am I thinking? I, I, you're you're thinking dial up like a dial phone. I think this just means actually having a landline as opposed to just type. going. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But but but, but I want to go beyond that because I'm again, kids don't know the struggle because <sighs> at my house in the <laughs> 80s. We had a party line. And this harkens back to, was this the first episode of the entire podcast? We, yeah. I think it, we it talked about pretty so. near that. Yeah. Pretty near that. So just to refresh everyone's memory, um, and maybe people in the room know what a party line is, essentially <laughs> my house was connected to the house across the street in a phone line, and you could pick up your phone sometimes, and the other people across the street would be having a conversation. So you could not make a call until they hung up. Oh, man. Mid-1980s. J. Edgar Hoover was still hanging on. He was so the man could listen. And had a a rotary dial. But there is one thing I do miss, and this has been, you know, well-documented. Kids will never, or they will never know the joy of being angry and hanging up the phone, slamming it down. That's true. Because this isn't the yeah. same. Right. Well, remember the days of, the, speaking of the dial, of the when you would be mid-twist <laughs> and your finger would slip out and it would slip. Oh, you fat so then you didn't know whether it, it slip right, yeah. You didn't know whether it counted or not? <laughs> you, you, may, you may be calling Saskatchewan. Or yeah. Or, or you just, <laughs> yeah. You, you either just try to, then you draw an extra number and then, it, you know, you'd have to, I mean, granted, you knew pretty quickly but i just remember because you didn't have much depth to to put your finger in there so it would slip no. out a lot no, especially if you were nervous calling calling your girlfriend or something may, may, yeah and there's there's a good case in point maybe that slick plastic if you had the the sweaty hands thing going yeah. on because you're nervous and because oh, yeah. you're afraid her dad's going to answer right. for yeah. the 10th time that night oh yeah and that's true too the landline Pretty much, if you call a cell phone, you know who's going to answer. Yeah. Landline, you just yeah. didn't know. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. true. That is true. Man, you know what? You bring up a great point. There is nothing like the anxiety of calling and not knowing who is going to pick up. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. that was, that was puke-inducing. And, and you just... Even if dads were nice... They just somehow weren't on that phone call. They, you know what I mean? They you never were like, hey, it's great to hear from you, Todd. Right I'll, I'll, I'll run and get her right away. She's, she's been waiting on your call. It's, I mean, it's always like you don't really know if they're going to come back to the phone. They, they, like they may just sit what the phone do down. <laughs> yeah. So did you actually get greeted like that by a girl's father? Oh, yes. She's been waiting on your call. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they, even if they were a nice guy, they never – they had to just be mean when they answered the phone. It was just like a, yeah. it was their duty. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you ring. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, got uh, got several comments here. Uh, Joey, thank you. Uh, you are a legend, indeed, as thank well. Thank you, Joey. Joey, you're too kind. 
Uh, Treva says sewing. I can do it, but it ain't pretty. <laughs> Uh, Gary, I still sew rips and clothing, but Amazon probably delivers faster. That is, that is a fact. True. Uh, Treve also says the struggle of waiting for your neighbor to get off the phone. Now, did you either one of you two have a party line? Oh, I, I didn't know. Brady, I, don't think I you know, did. no, I, I, I heard of it as thing. I saw it. The only way I knew of a party line was through um, like TV shows. Um, you're the only person I knew that had one. So I never got to experience that. So was it a party line? Or was it just some illegal goings on? No, it was an actual party no. line. Okay. It was because of lack of a switchboard. Uh, th- 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 there was a reason for it. This isn't like stealing your neighbor's cable or something, right? No, 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 no. No, we no, no, no. We're not attached into the neighbor's phone line and getting a... a what what was it even called back then? It wasn't AT&T. What was our phone service called? Bell, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bell. Uh, we were not Cincinnati Bell. We were AT&T. Uh, were we AT&T? There, there used to only be one. Well, it, well, then it went to... For CG&E, no? Wasn't, no. At some point, wasn't Sprint a landline, or was that only cell? No, that was only cell. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, wasn't, weren't there two bells? Like two, uh, like two... Well, there were a lot of bells. Well, but I mean, like, we, that yeah. we had their local. Oh. Maybe. There was Cincinnati Bell, and it seemed like there was another. I don't know. Could Bell. be. Uh, Gary says party line equals group chat. So, yeah, that'd be a good way to explain it to the youths. True. True. Uh, yeah, Jim, uh, watch, try watching a kid use a rotary yeah. phone, kind of what we just talked about there. We, could, we couldn't hardly use them, and we, <laughs> we had them. No, yeah. Uh, John, uh, can you say the longest name of any railway station in Britain? And I, I can't even. Wow, I was going to say I can't say mackerel. the name of any. Ra- John, I'm going to use an Americanism here. That whatever that name is needs to buy a vowel or two, <laughs> or, two or three. Well, there's yeah, there were lots of vowels actually. There were uh... in weird places. Yeah, I could get go 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 goach or go 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 goach. I got land at the beginning. <laughs> but... Uh, Treva, hang it up, Carol. I need to call my friend. Treva, did you have a, a party line? So, I mean, you sound like you understand she knew what the she struggle. Was speaking there. Of, yeah. Uh, Becky, welcome. Uh, sorry, hey, your Becky. daughter was ill. Hope she's doing better. So, I could see if you were like a, a bunch of teenagers had a party line, I could see that being pretty useful and pretty fun. But, yeah, true yeah, group chat. Well, and John brings up that point kind of here. He says, how about someone else in the house listening to your phone conversation? Yeah, so you could, if you're on the landline, you're talking to someone, someone can pick up another uh, phone in the house and listen to your conversation. Without yes, you if, you were a, if you were a responsible parent, you, you, you did that. You had to listen in on your kid's phone conversations. Or better yet, there's always references to this in like old sitcoms about the town spinster, and she would sit on the party line and listen to other people's conversations. <laughs> Yeah. And gossip think, about it at the ice cream I, social. I think John means though within your own house, like your sister oh, yeah. or your brother could get on the phone or something, or oh, again, yeah. your parents. Uh, yeah, John or uh, Joey, we'll we'll uh, plug your show here. To, uh, Tommy Chong going to be on Square Table Degenerates at Monday at three p.m. Eastern. So, if you're a fan of Cheech and Chong movies or is in Tommy Chong's comedy. And we yes. all love Joey. You that is sure awesome, you... Joey. I did not know that. That's that very amazing. Cool. That's a great. That's a great score there, Joey. <laughs> so, Joey, I'm only fifty. I know about party lines. <laughs> no one under seventy. 
Well, course, I, I know if, you you live up in civilization in Cleveland, so you probably didn't have many party lines up there. But I lived in Sardinia, Ohio. We still had party lines in the mid-80s. Of course, if it weren't for the phones we grew up with, we wouldn't have the one of Chuck Griffin's greatest frustrated lines ever. <laughs> Every time I hear that phone, it's ringing. <laughs> no shit, Dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that. He'll come to the screen. Uh, oh, man. Um, I bet he doesn't even remember that. All right, Brady, continue. Okay, I shall continue on. Sorry, I was being transfixed by comments, and I lost my focus there. Um, all right, changing your oil in your own automobile. No reason um, to. I've never done uh, that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just simply one of those things that um, others could do, it, especially with environmental laws. In the old days where you could just dump your oil in a hole in the backyard or something— but um, you know, there's you just can't be dumping used motor oil wherever you want. So yeah, absolutely. plus I'm I am not so. I mean, I obviously I don't know. I have changed my own oil, and I know my dad. You know, growing up, dad changed his own oil, and uh, I remember the at the point he stopped doing it, basically saying it wasn't worth it anymore. Um, I don't know that it's a whole lot cheaper to save your own, to to change your own oil any anymore. I don't I don't. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but. Obviously, yeah, it depends I, on where you're getting it changed, and time is money also. So if you go into one of those quickly, that's where I'm at. Yep. They I, print money, but they don't print time, folks. Well, I, I even like to go where you don't have to get out of the car. You just <laughs> drive, drive over the little, little hole in the floor of the uh, garage, and they just change your oil. They pop up Earl. like prairie dogs and drain your oil. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. So the next one. <laughs> this is going to be um, finding a date in person, meaning have to hit the social scene and go where that person, you know, where people who wanted to be found was going to be found and having to, you know, find that date in person in the days before dating apps. Speaking of people, <laughs> <laughs> I have... I... I have no experience with that, so I don't know what I mean. Yeah, you're talking about like the you said the dating apps, right? Like the yeah, like, you know, not like the speed dating of when when was that craze? When was the speed dating craze? Like late nineties, like you always yeah. see it. You always see it in movies where like people sit down, you sit down across from the person, and it's like a two minute interview, basically. Yeah, I, yeah. I never understood the idea of that. <laughs> Talk about really that, that's really relying on the first depression. Yeah. Very simplistic and not, I mean, not deep at all. <laughs> so, probably, so is this, is this whole thing saying, is it saying it's easier or harder now, given that a lot of people meet online first or through various. What the author says is you might not have realized it if you're already partnered, but a large portion of couples found their person on an app, according to a 2019 study in Stanford. Um, beyond that, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So um, Pew Research also said that 48% of people 18 to 29 have used a dating app. So the thought of going out there and rubbing elbows 
and you know that comes a second date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never rub elbows. The first one. <laughs> so you I know, know what, I don't. I don't know what you're rubbing after that. But, uh. I, I don't know hey. that I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I have a problem with with you know if if people find success in that. I don't have a. I mean, I think I can get. I can deal with the fact that times have changed, and that is the preferred way to. I guess it keeps you from wasting time. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, and, but, and there is that. Yeah, it, it cuts to the chase. You know, you, I mean, you you don't does. have to. All if right, you ever, uh, did you ever have a blind date? Any either of you ever on a blind? Oh date? yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's, they're awkward as all get out. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if I ever have or not. Ah, especially when a well-intentioned person, um, has a different view on things and yeah i've been on a i, I had been on a r couple really awkward ones back in the day yeah. i i i only went on a couple but one of them stands out as i and, and you guys know you probably know that for years i was i was reluctant to not be the one driving i get that from my dad i mean just growing up my dad drove my mom I, my mom rarely drove uh when it was all of us in the car uh, and so I, I, for years, I, I did not like to give up the steering wheel. I mean, obviously like when I was younger and running around with you guys and stuff, I, I it didn't bother me, but I'm talking about on, on dates. Um, yeah. and I, I went on a blind date and she drove and she, we, I like met, we met in a parking lot uh, near work and I get in the car and we go and she's like, well, I got to make a stop. I got to go pick up my uncle. And I'm thinking, okay, let's go pick up your uncle. <laughs> And we go, awkward. no, we, but we go and we pick up her uncle from like one of those like 12 step programs, uh, which again, no, making this up. no, I'm not, I'm really not. And again, it's nothing, it's not knock. I mean, he was getting help yeah, for yeah, him, yeah. but just very awkward. And then obviously he gets in the car and we, she introduces us and then she's asking about his meeting and stuff. And here, I mean, it was just very <laughs> awkward. And then we, we drive forever uh, and and she drops him off, and then we go on about our date. But I thought that was pretty, pretty awkward. Oh, that that is odd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all I can imagine is a. It's like I got to pick up my uncle. This guy that gets out looks like Bruiser Brody, circa nineteen eighty three. Yeah, he looked he looked more time. like he looked more like the guitar tech for Fog Hat. Um, <laughs> not even and i know exactly what you mean yeah not even one of the fog hat band members but the guitar tech for fog hat or the guy that knew a guy yeah. that was the guitar tech for fog yeah. hat and he rode in the car with him once yeah exactly he was yeah, he definitely had vanilla fudge the the uh on his playlist he, he had he was a uh is that Flacco freedom rock man <laughs> He was definitely a Freedom Rock uh, a purchaser back in the day. <laughs> Turn it up, dude. <laughs> oh. oh um, got, uh, got several comments here, Brady. Let's hit these comments. Uh, it, Joey said just what you said, Brady. Back in the day, you dumped the oil on the ground. Now it's a giant process. Uh, Jim still changes his oil, though, or at least good his for you, wife's Jim. oil. That's, that's very, uh, very good skill to have. I, I Again, I've never done it. So, chivalry, chivalry. Yes. Uh, Treva used to change mine, but cost about the same to have it changed with no muss and no fuss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Becky, this is interesting. Day she got her license, Dad made her change the oil 
and the tire before she could leave the house said no man should do it for me i met one that does and did today how about that and the rest is history yeah i was gonna say but you were prepared yes that's true you don't need that man to change your oil but he does there you go true love yep all right any more comments yes um (laughs) go on john go he's uh Giving Todd the business. Can, can you, oh, he, he said he wanted you to speak in an Irish accent. Or Me? no, was that Joey? That's yeah. Joey. Oh, that was Joey. Can Kicks you go back to that comment from Joey? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good I, I cannot. I, I'm not even going to embarrass myself and try it. But I assume it's the hat. I, uh, yeah, I collect the uh, newsboy style hats. So. Uh, Joey said I wanted Todd to say they stole me pappy and all me potatoes in an Irish accent. <laughs> uh, that, the hat Maxwell in the hills. So uh, John asked, did she also pay for the dinner, Todd? And no. did she bring no. you flowers? <laughs> yeah. I knew I liked this guy. <laughs> Welcome addition. Uh, Welcome. No, no. I, uh, no, no. She should have after... Me having to go ride with her uncle and listen to his story. Was that the only date? That is so bizarre. I would have been frightened. I I, I, I was nervous. I mean, <laughs> did you think there's a possibility that these people are going to take you out and dismember you? Somehow? Yeah, I, I really. Oh, I mean, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a sap yeah, in the back a, of the head. I was definitely a bit. Uh, a blackjack in the back of the <laughs> maybe a bit more clean cut if that's a, if I could use that to as I was probably well, let's let's talk about things that are uh, obsolete. Whoever gets hit upside the head with blackjack anymore? <laughs> My father <laughs> always offered to make me a blackjack. Uh, I remember out of being what? In first <laughs> out of leather and birdshot or BBs. Um, and uh, he said that there was a, a, a seventh grader that was kind of rude to me on the bus. He's like, well, we'll get, make you a blackjack, make you a, and then take care of, which is way different than today, you know? So, <laughs> but dad was always pushing that, that the blackjack. Been, that would have been awesome. You <laughs> slugging some kid on the back of the head with a blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who it was off air, but yeah. <laughs> Would I be surprised? <laughs> um, I'm going to do one more, and then that'll be about time. And um, using a dictionary, not the online dictionary, but the paper dictionary, the book. Yes. Sadly, I, st- I started teaching with a full set of dictionaries and every year I put three or four of them more out in the hallway for them to be whisked away, never to be seen again. <laughs> I still have like three or four in my class, but we haven't used them in like three years. So were you just able to do that? Because there's this big process now that to get rid of books and things like you have to fill out a form and you have to, check in with the Ohio Historical Society and oh shit I probably just got us in trouble. I don't know. I don't know. You probably did. I probably yeah. just told on you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I don't I'm not saying they just took them and burned them or anything. I mean, I they, they probably did whatever process you're talking about, but we don't have to do it. Right. You know. They sold it some guy on you're going to be walking down the side streets of Hillsborough, a guy's going to be in a trench cuz like, "Hey buddy, want a dictionary?" <laughs> 
Guess yeah, web. I mean, we still use. Obviously, we use. They use their Chromebooks and their devices uh, and things man. like that to find their. Yeah, we don't use paper dictionaries yeah. really anymore. I find so, that uh, you have to use the Urban Dictionary the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, going back to some of John's comments, he was starting to put things that kind of, kind of back to the struggle was real sorts of things. Uh, getting upset and not being able to leave a negative review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing DIY jobs without watching the YouTube video first. Oh yeah. Back then, back then, men were too. Pre- you, you could have had that technology at your fingertips, and 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 our dads still would have been like, "I'm not watching no video. I can figure it yeah, out." Like, yeah, right. It was a pride thing. Yes. Uh, standing in a bank to pay in cash, rewinding a VHS, uh, DVD to Blockbuster. Uh, I miss Blockbuster. I do too. And all of the white dog poo. <laughs> white dog poo. <laughs> is that gone? Is that... For this. <laughs> I, I think that's still a thing. I think you could probably still find that somewhere. I don't know. Is there some I mean, sort is of environment? Is there some sort of environmental uh, re- reaction? Regulation. regulation. Yeah. <laughs> that um, I am befuddled. <laughs> well, I wonder if it's white dog poo or white dog poo. <laughs> Ranger Dan, Dan. we got we got to hear about this dog poo, John. Go on, John. Go on. We got to go on about the dog poo, Joe. John. Uh, John also says he's a firm advocate for equal rights and women paying splitting bill. Then again, I'm single. (laughs) You yeah, you might want to reflect on that one, John. That should give you plenty of time to do this white dog poo study we're asking of you. Uh, so he says in the UK you need to pick it all up so it's oh. no longer left in the sun. Here in the states we oh, still have white sense. dog poo. Yeah, so we, if, if you if you miss well, it, we take pride in the, in the shade of our dog poo. <laughs> as long as it's not a yellow ochre, as long as it stays titanium white. This is a this is kind of a I guess a different direction than what Brady's talking about. But I did I did see this tweet the other day. Uh, I saw this tweet the other day, and I can't agree more. Now, if, I need to to start with this disclaimer. You guys know I've talked about it on this on the program. I've talked about it in person. I am a I'm a big tipper. Um, I, I am a firm believer that if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to eat out. Um, and I'm not even a big fan of not leaving the waitress a good tip because your food was wrong or something. It's not their fault. Right. I can make an exception if the waiter or waitress is just an ass. Yeah, but that rarely happens. But I do have a problem with this trend. Every place is asking for a tip now. Everywhere. Everywhere you go, every purchase you make. That's a COVID phenomenon. And I have a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if I'm going through the dollar store and picking up a candy bar and a water, I shouldn't have to pay a tip, you know? Yeah. So, so here's a question on that note. Do you believe that people are more compelled to tip in places where they shouldn't or need not to if it's on the credit card receipt when you get the receipt? Oh, yeah. It's like suggestion. Yeah, there's a place to write it in, so most people will write it in so as not to be considered uh, unseemly. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if I am ordering food and it's being delivered to my house... I, w- I mean, obviously, I will tip, and I will tip well. Uh, and a lot of times, I'll do the 
online tip and then I'll tip the dri- driver. You know, I don't know who the hell it goes to. I just tip. I just, but if I order something online and I go to pick it up, yeah. I, why do I have, why should I leave a tip? Now I'm probably going to anger some people that work in the, in the service <laughs> industry there, but I, I don't, you're right. It did start with COVID Eric. And, and I, I understood it with COVID. Yeah. Um, so maybe we're still, but, but I don't think that it's all of a sudden it's going to stop and people are going to be like, okay, things are better now. We're going to stop. The genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So sorry. Rant, rant over. So, uh, Gary says Chilton's auto repair book, a casualty of YouTube. I, I, I believe they still sell those like in AutoZone and places like that. But that, that's probably true. You probably just watch a YouTube video like anything else. Uh, Joey says, Todd is on to something here. Corporations expecting us to pay their employees instead of... Uh, oh, wow, that's deep, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well that's said. Interesting Joey. thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John hey. said, nah, if people tipped, then we would have no office workers as everyone will work at McDonald's. <laughs> 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 All right. Good. And John also says dial up internet. That is true too. I had that, that is true, man. With someone the other day. I, I believe the most joyous day in my young life was when there became a local number from Sardinia to dial the internet. Yep. Just so that before, those terrible sounds that would come from your computer you where you thought every time it was frying. <laughs> yeah. This is it. It's over. I have no computer left. <laughs> Uh, Good topic, Brady. That didn't get me as fired up as I thought it would. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Not as curmudgeonly as you thought. That's right. All right. Once again, I uh, want to remind you. I'll just keep reminding you that this will be the uh, the thing I'll just keep doing over the course of the next several shows, reminding you of our 100th episode live audience version at Sons of Toil Brewing in uh, Mount Oreb on Klein Road, Sunday, June 5th, 5 to 8. Uh, we do have an event on our Facebook page. If you would please, if you have some uh, thoughts of going and joining us there, uh, go to the event, at least put that you're interested. So like I uh, said earlier, we can get some sort of idea about who might uh, yeah. show up. John, our friend on the Mercy side, if you make the trip, we will buy you a pint or two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let us know if you want the steak or the fish. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not having steak and fish, but I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> fish and chips. <laughs> uh, so he said, how long have you guys been in this drum circle? Uh, is that, we're, uh, we're sneaking up on 100 episodes. Yeah. About two uh, and a half years. Two years and uh, two months. Two years. Two yeah. Months, yeah. 26 months. Right when COVID, right when, yeah. uh, right. right when COVID started. That's, that's how we occupied ourselves during the lockdown was, um, we did two episodes a week. Yeah. So yeah, so. it was, uh, our first episode came out then the world shut down like three days later. So it was, it was interesting, interesting time. Wasn't our we fault. Had, we had to do our, we did them in person at the time. We had to wait till it was dark and sneak, sneak out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pirate radio here, man. We were hardcore <laughs> rebels. All right, Todd. You, All right. you have a continuation. I do. Part two of my fast food tournament. 
and fast food uh, to electric boogaloo. <laughs> uh, we did the entire left side of the bracket today. We're going to do the entire right side, and we'll see what kind of time we have. Uh, without remember, these are not seated. Yeah. Uh, starting off, we have a chicken matchup. Ooh. Popeyes versus KFC. Some poultry pugnaciousness here. And Colonel Sanders before he went teats up. <laughs> oh, the Colonel with his <laughs> weedy eyes. Makes it kind of even deadly. Sorry, John, our Scottish. Yes, not good. not good, but great movie. Yes. Um. So, gentlemen, Popeyes what do you think? Popeyes KFC. KFC. Okay. I like me some Popeyes. Um, I had my first Popeye's fried chicken in 1984 at the World's Fair in New Orleans, and it was delicious. <laughs> that sounds made up. Nope. I, I still have the sleeveless T-shirt stowed away someplace. Brady but, um, was a World Fair traveler back in the 80s. Wow. Yeah. 82 in Knoxville, 84 in New Orleans. And um, so... And then also Popeye's has a side that you could rarely find in any other fast food joint. That's the red beans and rice. True. So if you want to get your Cajon on, um, Popeye's is definitely the trip. My kids love KFC, and KFC's fine, although I don't like bone-in chicken. Bojangles Mr. Bo has, has red beans. Do they? Popeye's and Bojangles probably would have been a better matchup here. Yeah, I think it would have been a, 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 a bit of more of a difference. But um, I know that KFC, especially with Kentucky not too far away from us, should be the slam dunk. But I honestly like Popeye's better than KFC because of this, you know, the, the difference. If that makes sense. Eric? I've only had Popeye's from one location. And I'm not impressed with said location. I don't know yeah. if their if their product is not to what I feel it should. Because I I heard people talking all the time not too long ago about well yeah Popeyes is better than Chick Fil A. I I have never seen that. I've yeah. never experienced that. Um, I think that's people trying just having a beef with Chick Fil A for other reasons. <laughs> I see what you I think did that's there. What it boils down to right, indeed. Um, I would say KFC. I will also, I won't add much to it other than to say I will also choose KFC. I think Popeyes is overrated. And even if I were going to pick Popeyes chicken sandwich, I think the overall menu at KFC is better. Mashed taters and gravy, mac and cheese, biscuits, uh, they're they're cold. They got a good slaw, Eric. They do have a they do uh, have a fine slaw. <laughs> and I like me um, some chicken little sandwiches, just the little little tiny sandwiches with, you know, no bigger than a thumb. Thumb. All right, audience. Uh, of course, we are looking for your votes as well. We have two KFC, one Popeyes amongst us. Uh, Becky says KFC. Maxwell, welcome Maxwell. He says KFC. Um, other people in the room, if you have a yeah. Tanya, welcome Tanya. Oh, there's one. Tanya Thank you, Tanya. Hey, Tanya. 
And I mean, uh, it's not like poop deck pappy is slinging the Popeyes. It's like, <laughs> oh, poop deck pappy. <laughs> Sometimes you'll get the sea hag in the drive through though. You can't go against the colonel, though. See <laughs> With his wee bitty eyes. <laughs> his wee bitty eyes. It makes it clear and nice. uh, Allison says Popeyes. Uh, Rebecca never had Popeyes, not around this far north. That's so oh. that'd be KFC by default, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Sabrina. Yeah. Welcome, Sabrina. Sabrina. KFC. Fellow slaw lover. Also loves the slaw. Who doesn't love a good if, slaw? If they That's only crazy. sold cottage cheese so I could put the slaw uh, atop the cottage cheese. If only they would put cat poop on up, nachos. Up again it and in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nasty. Nasty. Nasty, uh, baby. You've never tried it. Nor Miss, would Miss I. Miss Jackson, if you nasty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like college cheese. Well, <laughs> I do not like curdled milk. I will not do it, said this guy, nor will I do it, Sam I am. <laughs> Is it safe to say KFC won? Uh, yes. yes. Had a couple Popeyes votes, but uh, KFC would be the winner. All right. Moving right along. We got a couple of, Moving on a couple of sub shops going at it here. Ooh. Firehouse subs, voices, yimmy yawns, yimmy yawns, firehouse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't like firehouse? No, I love firehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like I have a problem with yimmy yawns, but Jaime, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, I just lost. Oh, Jaime wands. <laughs> um but um it is uh it so overrated. I it was built up to me so much, so much. And then when I got there, it's like, oh my gosh, this is just Subway on a firmer bun. And I actually like Subway better. I know that's gonna take a lot of people off, but I was so underwhelmed with Jimmy John's. Hey, the smells are free. <laughs> well, <laughs> White Castle's got it in spades. Uh, I would say Firehouse as well. It, it does yeah. seem to be a higher class sub than uh, yeah. Yon's. Now, my wife, uh, of course, she's she has celiac disease, so she cannot eat non or bread with gluten in it. As uh, one of our friends most famously said, I don't know what gluten is, but it tastes awful good <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, but uh, she gets the unwitches at Yimmy Yon's, the ones wrapped in lettuce, which makes me want to vam it. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well stick it in some celeries. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going to eat something, lettuce better never be the first thing you taste. <laughs> Ever. That's why you yeah, put dressing yeah. on salad. <laughs> nah. It's All right, so it's safe water. to say, I can tell from the comments, Eric, if you want to pull them up, you can, but I can tell from looking at them that Firehouse is running away with it. Becky, Firehouse won't Maxwell, treat you bad. Savannah. Not only that, a great band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say Firehouse. Uh, Rebecca says Yimmy Yawns. Tony's never had Yimmy Yawns. Uh, the bun is the only good thing at Yimmy Yawns, according to Becky. They're picking it up. They're... Todd, you caused something there. <laughs> it's gonna uh, go in the Sabrina. Isms. Sabrina prefers Subway. Subway. We'll get we'll get there, Sabrina. 
I uh, speaking of Firehouse, had they just been three years earlier, they would have been one of the biggest hair metal bands of all time. Oh. I think. I finally oh, yeah. found the love of a lifetime. I mean, think about it. What well, their their big album was ninety one. I mean, yeah, ninety one, maybe even ninety two. I think yeah. it was ninety two. It, it shouldn't have done as well as it did, to be quite honest with you. Right. Yeah. 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 You 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 put that album out in eighty eight, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, eighty seven, eighty eight. It would have been. We'd have been listening to that shit at the Brown County Fair, yeah, to the absolutely. to the, uh, in the Himalayan Express. Express. Yeah, I was gonna say the Himalayan Express and the Gravitron, <laughs> the Rocco Plains. Now, the Himalayan Express. It had to be Guns N' Roses, and the operator had to have consumed a lot of meth. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure just... that. I'm pretty sure the blind date I went on. Her uncle was at one time a, a, an operator for the uh, Himalayan Express <laughs> at the Brown County Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Were methamphetamines a thing back then? That, I don't know. Drug of choice, would it? I think it was just the toot and the marching powder. <laughs> so back when. Uh, <laughs> skin tight jeans and the in the skin tight t shirt with the sleeves hat. They still did the whole like if you think about it, they still did like the 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 cigarette pack rolled up in the arms. I didn't realize that, but looking back I distinctly remember that from the Nolan guys at the yeah. fair. Yeah. There was quite a bit of that. And they would also have a pack in their pocket like every pocket and every sleeve had like a packet. They had like nineteen packs of cigarette on their on their person at any given <laughs> on time. Their person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have another uh, matchup of the sandwich. Uh, the next, like, four or five matchups were all sandwich places, but I did a little bit of uh, scrubbing here because okay. some of them some of them are, I don't, Redundant. at least I never heard of them. Uh, it was Subway versus Blimpy, but I crossed out Blimpy, and I put Penn Station. Now, Penn Station maybe would have been better paired against Firehouse or something. Right. So, anyway, we have Subway versus Penn Station. Even though I enjoy a Penn Station more, Subway is the convenience and everything. Like, um, it, it's quicker. Um, Penn Station's good, but oh my gosh, man! I remember Penn Station pre gallbladder being particularly brutal on me. <laughs> I think it's because it was like the oil they used or something. But, um, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Subway. Um, if I'm looking for quality of food. It would have to be Penn Station. Now, Brady does bring up a good point as far as the convenience and quickness factor of Subway. But if we're talking strictly food quality here, I would have to say Penn Station. Absolutely. All right. I am going to agree probably with the quality. Agree with the – I agree with everything you guys said, but I'm going to throw a couple more uh, chunks at you. First off – the Dagwood at Penn Station is still one of my all-time favorite sandwiches. Uh, and on top of that, you cannot beat Penn Station's fries. They have the the fresh-cut yeah. fries. That is true. So with that being said, I, I probably got to give overall tastiness to the Dagwood and some fresh-cut fries at Penn Station. Makes sense. Uh, the voting public thinks differently, however. I see that. Maxwell, Treva, Savannah, Sabrina, Tanya, Subway, all Subway. We only have one Penn Station vote aside from me and Todd. Becky says Penn Station. Uh, now, Tanya, I know you are a 
talking about the Ripley subway, which is glorious. I, if it were only the Ripley subway, I would say yes. Subway all the way. But uh, subways in general. It, mm. If my cousin Rebecca from Wisconsin is still hanging around, I have a memory of us being at King's Island and your dad um, getting after you for getting a veggie sub at uh, at Subway. He was like, my gosh, if it's going to be this expensive, you better put some meat on that. And he was not happy about cranking out like the you getting a veggie sub. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. It was kind of a funny thing. Uh, Jim with the late Penn Station vote there. We had four. We had four Penn Stations. That's a, that's that's respectable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Rebecca says I've never gotten one since. <laughs> her, her, her dad scarred her for life for uh, <laughs> veggie subs. All right, next matchup. Subway, by the way. Yes. Uh, next matchup. It was originally DeBella's subs, which I've never heard of. Never heard I had of DeBella's versus. Charlie's, uh, like, I, I guess like a sandwich place as well, or like a yeah. So I crossed them both out, yeah, because I thought we needed this matchup given where we're from. Gold Star versus Skyline. Oh, <laughs> no, no question, no question. Skyline. I love both. I'm not a snob. I love them both, uh, but Skyline is my favorite of the two. Gold Star has a better menu. Oh, see, overall. I was going to. Go, I'm going the opposite of that. Oh, are you? I think. Well, it depends. If you're talking about since Gold Star has burgers and things like that, yeah, that's what I mean. Is that what you mean? Yeah. And they're good. They're good burgers. Let's just compare the chili aspect of it, though. Let's mm-hmm. take off the burgers and the the the. Uh, Lunch meat sandwich, you know, the um, whatever you call them. I think Skyline has the better menu because of the baked potatoes, because of the, the, the burritos. With that being said, there are two things that this debate should come down to, and that is chili spaghetti and conies. And I think Gold Star wins. I don't like the taste. I don't like the taste of Skyline's hot dogs. They taste fake. You're not the first person I've heard say that. They taste fake. They taste like they are tubes of just make believe. They are they are tubes of make believe. <laughs> Fowini. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at the comments here. <laughs> Uh, voting from the pub. Now, I say Skyline. Todd, do you say Gold Star? Gold Star. Yes. Brady says Skyline. uh, Skyline. Uh, Let's see. Savannah says Skyline. Gary Skyline. Jim Skyline. Tanya Skyline, without a doubt. You skipped a Gold Star up there. I'm going back to the Gold Star. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Uh, You're getting all the... Rebecca Skyline. (laughs) I'm not trying to... To... Whatever I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to cheat. I'm not trying to cheat. I just was, I was trying to assist you. <laughs> uh, Allison says Skyline. Uh, uh, Trevo, Skyline makes the buns too salty. Yeah, and then when you throw yeah. in those fake tasting hot dogs, it's just. So, so which is worse here? So Sky, Trevo says Skyline has soggy buns. 
uh, Becky says uh, Gold Star is thicker. She doesn't want runny stuff soaking her wiener. So I mean, I don't know which <laughs> is worse. Does that I push our NC well. or our, our PG thirteen rating? We're talking hot dogs. Here. I know, I know. And uh, ne- ne- never mind. Uh, did you all count this? I, well, I wasn't counting. I was just putting the comments up. Uh, so uh, take it back. Does say gold star treva says gold star maxwell gold star wow uh sabrina gold star yeah see sabrina agrees with the, the burrito you can't beat the burritos at skyline because gold star doesn't even have them they have the gorito which Ooh, is yeah. the burrito with uh fritos in it yeah but skyline has yeah, several I like those are good. Oh, i like them too but skyline has the you can get the regular burrito the burrito deluxe yeah. you can get the the wet burrito they should just call that the Warrito. Uh, now Gary brings up a valid point. How can you criticize a hot dog for tasting fake? Of course it does. It's all lips and buttle. <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, uh, so yeah, Sabrina. Yeah, for some reason, Skyline is just wetter. I'm, this, this is going off the rails. Skyline also, here's the, what I've noticed lately. Skyline, and, and I am a cheese lover, but Skyline goes overboard on the cheese. <laughs> I mean, it is piled up there. Well, is you're right. You're right. But by the time I get down to the chili and the brebs and the and whatever else, I'm, all, I'm full. <laughs> okay, so here's my personal take on this argument. And I, I think I, I know the geography of the people here who are commenting. So I'm thinking per, a person's preference is based upon what is in their general vicinity. The people who have Gold Star in their general vicinity and not Skyline like Gold Star better. As I would say before I was enlightened and the only choice you had for C- Cincinnati Chili was the Gold Star in Georgetown, that's what you like because that's what you had. Once they brought Skyline to Mount Orb, Never ever would I touch Gold Star again. Really, I, I was enlightened. Really? Yes. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty strong. I've never. Fa- I've people are very passionate about their favorites, but I've never heard anybody poo poo yeah. on the other one. Oh, I, I have. I've heard it quite a bit, but I've never been in that camp. I, I will eat yeah. either one, and I will enjoy either one or both. Um, you know, t- to actually solve this, I think at the 100 episode, we need to have Skyline and Gold Star there for us to test taste test and, and decide um, right then and there. But I'm going to throw another one at you. Throw away. Empress. I was a huge Empress chili fan. Which I believe was here before Gold Star and Skyline both. Yes. And then there's like Blue Ash chili. I, I think there may only be one actual Empress left. I think Lawrenceburg, so. I think. Is that it? Uh, but Mama's Grill in Berg... Yeah, they have Empress Chili. They have Empress Chili. I don't know, but it's not an Empress Chili location, obviously, so yeah. I don't know how that works. I have not been to Camp Washington Chili, and I've always wanted to. Camp Washington Chili is good. It's a little sp- is, spicy. Have you, yeah. <laughs> Gary says he has not. <laughs> pull up Gary's <laughs> comment there about the. <laughs> there you go. My last Gold Star Coney was 1988. My kids do not know such things. Is that yeah. true? Well, yeah, that's he. He had the same enlightenment that I had. Once, once Skyline became an option, 
Gold Star was not an option. I think we right, need so, to let John so in England know something. What's going on, really? I don't know if he's familiar with Cincinnati-style chili. No, I'm, I'm sure he's not. Yeah. So um, I don't know the best way to describe it. It is a chili and a spaghetti together, topped with cheese, and it's spiced differently. And where we're from in Ohio, it, it, it's just a, it's a local thing. The farther you get away from the Cincinnati area, it's harder to find. It, yeah. so. it, it, it's one of those things where, like, when, like, famous bands and stuff come to town, they talk about having to get some Cincinnati-style chili. Yeah. But what one, Eric? Did, or which one won? Do you, did you have a number? I believe Skyline, just barley. Let's, let's see here again. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Skylines and eight counting me and Todd. No, I was gold uh, star. Oh, gold. I mean, me and Brady. You and Brady, Todd yep. gold star. Uh, Todd is one gold star, two, three, four, five, six. No, wait a minute. That's not a vote. She had already voted. Uh, five for gold star. So the tight one. Maybe it was. All right. So Skyline, it is. Moving on. We got a couple pizza battles here. Yes. <laughs> the Hut. The Hut. Versus the Johns. Mm. Pizza Hut versus Papa Jans. Papa Jans. Frere Jean. <laughs> <laughs> or no. Yeah. Pere Jean. Yeah. Um, I love Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was actually the first pizza I ever ate. That in um the well, one in Georgetown, Ohio, tastes better than all the other pizza huts. You have to also make put this out there for any of our younger listeners. Not that we have any, but <laughs> well, actually, I take that back. My my daughter Maxwell. even mentions it. Yeah, my daughter talks about like people at her school knowing that her dad's on a podcast. So well, we do well, have some young listeners. Well, now if you look at our demographics, actually, our third highest demographic is 18 to 22 year olds so we really young list yes so if you're 18 to 22 and maybe even a little older you don't understand the, the the magic of pizza hut in the 80s and 90s oh, yes. yeah. 80s early early to mid 90s so I, i'll just set you up with that though brady i mean I, i'm not going to give yeah. my pick yet but it, it was it was something different than it is now you can't hardly compare it to to what has yeah. happened since yeah. You go in, you get your drink in the red translucent cup. You play a game of Space Invaders at, on the at tabletop. The, at the tabletop, yes. Yep. The jukebox is kicking, maybe a little Rick Springfield. Yes. There you go. It's some 38 special. Yeah, oh, some yeah. Duran Duran. Yeah. And your pizza came out in a pan that would singe the skin off of everybody's <laughs> knuckles if you weren't careful. It was hot would- like lava. Was Pizza Hut the first place to have a pan pizza? Now, I know Chicago-style pizza is kind of a panish pizza, but it's a different sort of thing. I mean, an actual pizza with cheese on top and things. Was Pizza Hut the first one to have that? Well, I mean, the first one I remember, but you guys remember the floors at all the Pizza Huts, too? There was that, like, bread brick-looking? Yeah. Yes, yes. Fantastic. The smell. It smells glorious every time you go in there. Oh, man, I want some now. Yeah, that's... But anyway, so Brady, you're picking Pizza Hut, I assume. Oh yeah, right? the Hut, the Hut. 
Yeah, Papa John's is very good. And I think, Eric, this might play a little bit into what you were saying about the uh, geographically. Because we didn't grow up with Pizza Hut or uh, Papa John's anywhere near us. No. Even when the Papa John craze was big in the, what, late 90s? Yeah. Uh, a lot of, you know, I remember a lot of my friends at various colleges talking about, you know, Papa John's being great. But you just can't beat Pizza Hut. And even though Pizza Hut has fallen... There's actually I watched a, a, a online documentary about this one time talking about uh, it was just like this battle of the pizza places or whatever, and I mean Pizza Hut really was the king, yeah. There for a while, and and I can't remember any of the of the details, but I mean they did business wise they just they just figured it out. Yeah. Uh, very good. They've gone through some some changes. They but it's still good. Pizza Hut on a bad day is still good. Um. Obviously, they were the first to come up with a stuffed crust pizza that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. What was the name of that Pizza Hut product for a while in the 80s? It was like a pizza pie where it was like— I, They've had some crazy ideas. Yeah. Remember when they had the Pizza Hut with the crust that was little miniature hot dogs, like pigs in a blanket, like all yeah. around the crust? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said— I'll wait. I'll wait. So I'm going to pe- three votes for Pizza Hut to start things. Uh, and, and let me serenade my vote. The Hut, the Hut, the Hut. Don't you think Papa John sounds stupid? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I would say the Hut wins this one uh, handily. Allison did vote Papa John's as well as Savannah, but. Everyone else with Pizza uh, the Hut on May the (laughs) 4th. Oh, yeah, the Bookets. Treva mentioned the Bookets. Yeah, right. Uh, We still did those up until a couple years ago, the Pizza Hut Bookets things. We did them differently than I remember them as a huge, but we still used them. All right, we have another pizza battle. Domino's versus – now – Make sure I'm pronouncing this correctly. Is it Sabaro? Sabaro, yeah. Okay. Um, Domino's versus Sabaro. Sabaro was a was a mall only food option, wasn't it? I mean, there were no it, standalone. It was in the highfalutin malls. Yeah, right. Like Kenwood, Eastgate didn't have, have a Sabaros. No. So I, I can't speak much to Sabaro. I mean, I, maybe I've had it a few times in my life, but uh, I'd say by process of elimination, Domino's. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I've had Sabaro's a couple times in the mall, but here's the deal. Which Domino's are we talking about? Are we talking about before Domino's revamped their product and it all tastes like box or new Domino's? <laughs> <laughs> if it just tasted like cardboard and cheese, that's the old Domino's. Because I remember the disappointment of getting Domino's and not Pizza Hut. And I would eat it, and it tastes like box. Just broken. Fiscus and I are broken. <laughs> Corrugated, greasy box. So. Oh, okay. Oh. But now, Domino's. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got to, uh, I got to, 
I got to back you up on that because <laughs> now I thought I was the I thought I was like some brilliant marketing person. It turns out everybody knew it. But remember how Domino's was good for a while, and then they just went to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> and it was crater it's pizza. You, fault. You, you would get a pizza, and it would be like it would have a big old divot, and in that divot, it would be it would be arid. I mean, it would be there would be no sauce on it. It would be just nasty. And I remember saying, if pizza or if Domino's doesn't do something quick, they're going to be out of business. <laughs> and next thing you know, they come back, and this is a bold move. This was also in that documentary that I watched. They changed everything, and I mean literally everything. They changed crust, yeah. they changed cheese, they changed sauce, everything. And they ended up. I think right now Domino's is maybe the number, maybe number two, but maybe number one uh, pizza place in the in the world. Yeah. So that that was a bold move, but it was a necessary move on their well, part. It, it 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 could rank as the greatest transformation of any eatery in the mm -hmm. history of the United States, maybe the history of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yep. it, and it, it's great. I mean, Domino's is great. Yep. Did I'm not used Domino's. to be great. I, I would also say Domino's. Uh, and by the way, Becky uh, said she's never heard of Sabaro. Sabaro actually spelled S-B-A-R-R-O. So for whatever that's worth. Is, but is, is it even, I guess it's still around. It's in the country, I, Yeah, it, and it's known for having the red and green stripe, like the flag of Italy. Yeah. So it's just kind of a well-known, like its logo. <laughs> Gary, Gary's <laughs> that is those air pockets now, are the best part of Domino's. Now, Gary, maybe, maybe if you, yeah, maybe if you bit into one of those uh, pizza blisters, <laughs> and there was, there was some sauce hiding in there. If it was a pocket, if it was like a little pizza pocket, that would be fine. But biting into it and just getting nothing but dust. Well, no, a perfectly done one is when you bite into it, it's hot and you puncture the pocket and hot air comes out that smells like it pizza. Just, <laughs> yeah. It, just, it like <laughs> pizza farts you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even trying to damage them. <laughs> you got a, 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 a little... A little zephyr of pizza <laughs> scent. A pizza poof. A pizza oh, poofer. Oh. Oh. Uh, you go to school the next day and you got like some some second degree burn on your nose. Pizza fart? Yeah, pizza yeah, fart. That's it. <laughs> You've been zephyred. <laughs> Pizephery. <laughs> You call that uh. the uh, triple tempest uh, pizza. <laughs> All right, so Domino's I think clearly wins. Gary's <laughs> stuffless crust, stuffless crust. <laughs> oh, that wins tonight. <laughs> oh man, stuff, Ed. All right, we have a couple uh, burrito places coming up. Ooh. Chipotle. Uh -oh. Now, I hope it's okay. I it was Chipotle versus Moe's, but I t I don't see a lot of Moe's. I changed it to Hothead Burrito. Chipotle versus Hothead Burrito. Okay. Chipotle is the Godfather. It is the first, and um, there are things I love about both. 
I think I actually prefer the proteins from Hothead. But I like the cleanliness aspect of um, Chipotle in the decor. <laughs> no, but it, I, I, I don't... I've had some good hot hotheads, but there's been some dirty ones. <laughs> uh, I I am a recent hothead uh, devotee. Convert. Wilmington? Convert. Uh, Milford, okay. generally. I mean, I've been to the one in Wilmington, but uh, generally the Waverly. Waverly, I've been to that one too, actually. Um, yeah, you were there salt, with me, dude. Yeah, I was there with you, exactly. Uh, yeah, that Becky Becky hit on the head. She beat me to it. Best sauces <laughs> ever. Uh, definitely more of a choice in sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Sassage. Sassage. Uh, at a hothead than there is at uh, Chipotle. I mean, Chipotle or actually, it's what? It, it's either cheese or it's... Well, they have I mean, three, really yeah, yeah. Nothing, the hothead definitely has, I think, a, a more vast menu. I think their their menus a little more options. Yeah, yeah. but Chipotle. And they have the the uh, hothead has the like. There's like nine different like pre made. Like mm-hmm. if you just want to go with their their choice, you know, whatever it is, they have that option. Um, I am a it. recent uh, hothead. Uh, whatever, whatever you said, convert, um, convert, and I was impressed because. I, I, I have been a bowl guy for a while. You know, started at one time trying to eat healthier and stuff like that, so do away with the burrito. And and, and so I, the other day at Hothead, I got a burrito for the first time in, in I don't know how long. And I hope I don't get the person in trouble. I won't say the, the location. I don't know if the person was having trouble wrapping the burritos or if it's just what Hothead does, but I saw this worker make three burritos, including mine, and every one of them they put two tortilla shells on it. Is that mm-hmm. – it was almost like the first one didn't quite cup, Encom- encompass it, it everything. It might have been a supplier issue. And, and no, I'm, they, they, they put two of them well, on well, there. I'm saying maybe it was smaller than the oh, ones okay. they usually have. So. so with that being said, I, again, I don't know if that was common, but it was delicious. And I swear it was, it was the size of a newborn baby. It was huge. <laughs> It was huge. You can ask Celia about it. I, I I have never held such a giant food item in my palms. <laughs> she got the aluminum there. It's crowning. It's crowning. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, were you were you like a Lion King and held the brief? Yes. It was like, like, <laughs> like roots, like roots. Uh, <laughs> 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 showed my age there, and I've never even watched that. I just remember that se- the scene. Uh, so, I think I, I I don't know that I can pick a favorite, but I will say that was that was damn good. And another thing I liked, I don't think Chipotle has this option, but at 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 Hothead, you can get your bowls or your burritos toasted. Yes, and you did say that- bowls, didn't you? <laughs> bowls yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and i so i got my burrito toasted and by gosh it it held together better than an untoasted burrito i mean i didn't have any of the of the mess of it falling apart i mean it held it stayed taut oh. it stayed 
well packed, well maintained. <laughs> Scrape your teeth on it. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for. Uh, that was a long way around me saying I'm voting for Hothead. <laughs> now, one thing that Chipotle has that Hothead does not is the carne asada. The carne asada is when it, they have it. It's limited edition. When they have it, it's tremendous. So uh, it, I was impressed also with uh, Hothead's. Uh, we got some chips and some. Uh, uh, what's yep. the cheese? Okay, uh, okay, so, but we also got some uh, y- yakamole, and uh, <laughs> it, it was darn good yakamole. And I'm a recent guacamole uh, convert as well. No whack-a-mole in my world. <laughs> whack-a-mole. Uh, we have one vote from Becky. Actually, two votes if you count the hubby. Uh, this is hothead for her, Chipotle for the hubby. We have the uh, Three hothead Buido votes here amongst us. Buido. <laughs> <laughs> what a Buido. <laughs> uh, any other I'm votes? Grabbing my loins. <laughs> we need to add Buit to the... Uh... I think it's in the isms. Is it in the isms? I think it already Eric, is. Eric, you have to look in the next uh, commercial. You have to look. Segment. Yes. <laughs> All right, so it's safe to say we lost our voters. Did we, did we chase them off with our burrito talk? There's still people in the room. They're just not voting anymore. So as of right now, there's, well, Brady picked Chipotle. Oh, I you? think I did. Yeah. Okay, well. We have been left and flummoxed. Or three to one. All right, continue. All right, last one, and then we'll call it a night, and we'll start the second round next week. Um, Arbs, Arby's versus Taco Bell. No. <laughs> Hmm. I can only get a roast beef au jus at Arby's. I can't get that at Taco Bell. Roasted beast. My roasted beast. (laughs) You know, there's some ill effects, but I still like my Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there are ill effects. Um, I don't know. I... And and again, I'll just put Becky's comment up here because we we think Arby's, yeah, expensive. <laughs> you know, it 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 it's too expensive. I think. I, yeah, I, 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 I will I, agree I, with the expensive. I don't agree if there's only one choice. Yeah, there, I mean there are other things there, but uh, it doesn't seem like it should be that expensive. No, it just it should not. And you know what? It's one of the more noticeable post COVID up hikes. Like the, the, the price, I mean, you know, inflation, it's yeah. crazy. Like, and it, yeah, you're right. I, you know, I, you shouldn't go with one other person to Arby's and it costs $27. I mean, like you shouldn't any fast, no fast food should cost $27 for you and your, and the person you're with to go. Yeah. But that, well, go I mean, that, that being said, I do like the breadth of the Arby's menu and I, I, I think I will go with Arby's, even though I don't generally go there much, if, if that makes sense. But given the choice of the two, Arby's. Yeah, I'm going with the Arb. Uh, Taco Bell is in the top two of all time promises I make that I'll never eat there again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I always, always go back. And, and I'm not even talking about uh, um, in, intestinal uh Distress. Distress. I'm talking about like I, it, it just it, 47% of the time it just t- 
taste like garbage. Um, <laughs> now it, 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 it's inconsistent. It'll like, I'll get the same thing, at, and it's in, one time I'll get it, it'll be great. One time it'll be it'll be nasty. But Arby's always tastes the same. And yeah. uh, I like the Marker Fresh sandwiches. Uh, you can't beat the curly fries. Yeah, they got good cheese sticks. Uh, the cordon bleu is phenomenal. The cordon bleu is good. Their fish sandwich is good. Their all, all right, of their so, various roast beasts. Their their sides are good. Like their um, well, they used to have onion rings. They were fantastic. They don't have them anymore. Uh, so yeah. so you bring up the fries. Here's one problem I had with Arby's up until recently, and I still have a little bit of a problem. Why is it such a big damn deal to bring out a regular fry? I mean, it was this big celebration at Arby's. Hey, we got crinkle cut fries now because they're Curly's phenomenal. The, well, they, but they are good. But what I'm saying is, curlies were my only choice. <laughs> Maybe I don't want curlies. Maybe I want just a regular old fry. But Arby's never gave me that choice until recently. Now it's some great big deal. Plus, I got to pay more for it. Why do it's I have true. to pay more for You ever get a, a curly impaled fry? by a stray fry? Yeah, the, the curly fries are are in the top five list of foods that end up in other food boxes. Like there'll always be a partial curly fry, no matter what you get from Arby's. Like uh, you, you could get like a a milkshake, and the bottom, the last swig will have like a chunk of curly fry in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they have Arby's has good shakes. They have the uh, orange uh, in the summertime. They have the orange dream shake or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm going Arby's. I've talked myself yeah. into it. Now, I don't if, like if the were, equine elixir, though. <laughs> now, if, if this were a tournament, it. a tournament of best restaurants after midnight, Taco Bell's up there. Taco yeah, Bell. It's because it's, it's only, it's, hell, it's one of the only ones. <laughs> I will say, your tournament <laughs> would consist of Taco Bell and White Castle. So, I have, Taco Bell is also in my top three ever <laughs> of <laughs> Ordering a bag of food and getting a bag of different food. Like, you will literally get a bag of something that is is nothing you ordered. But I think they look at it like it's all the same crap anyway. It's all the same. I mean, it's it's a it's a, a version of a tortilla shell with some meat, cheese, and fixings. Um, you know what Taco Bell's the worst offender of a restaurant? Is the pictures on the menu look nothing like what you get. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you could tell that the burritos and everything have basically been sent to food mortuary to be embalmed for that picture. <laughs> it's, it's so it's... round and nice. But when you get it, it looks like a buffalo sat on it. Yeah, yeah. And... It's it's the opposite of like, a, of the, like the Chinese restaurants that have the sign where it's so faded. It, it doesn't even look... You know what I'm talking about? Like all the, it's a picture of all the foods, but they're all just yeah. pale and gray and yeah. <laughs> a buffalo sat on it, <laughs> or a yak. Tatanka, Tatanka sat on it. <laughs> yak, <laughs> yak uh, bottle of my Taco Bell. So uh, Becky has a good point about the eros. Eros. If you're Greek. She was yeah. Some, somewhere she was boom. talking about there yeah, like their Arby's, so, but want their real room. So she wants some, she wants some genuine mutton. That's what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. why I made the reference. The <laughs> 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 you darn fool. 
You don't when, see mutton on the on the Arby's menu. That's, that's probably would be off putting. <laughs> Extra mutton. Off pudding or off pudding. Uh, Becky also says their fries have dirty oil most of the time. It'd be a good band name, Dirty Oil. Dirty oil. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jim says you're right about the late night fight, but you'd have to go Whitey Cassells. That, that's a fact. I think if, yeah. if given the choice. But I white. tell you, man, because of, of no place being open, you, you'll sit in the drive-thru for 45 minutes at a White Castle now after midnight. It's crazy. And be happy. <laughs> you'll like it. <laughs> Little lamb, baby. Says. Uh, as far as voting goes, Arby's in a in a wide. There's not a single Taco Bell vote amongst everybody. All right, so that finishes up round one. Uh, join us next week for round two of the fast food tournament. Tournament. <laughs> tournament. All right, so. Uh, once again, as I said, I will bombard you with, uh, remind you, because people kind of come and go. We're uh, doing our 100th episode live in front of a live audience at Sons of Toil Brewing, Sunday, June 5th, 5 to 8 p.m. Uh, go to our Facebook page. There's an event there. If you have any uh, plans on coming, please at least put your, that you're interested, and uh, we'll know who's coming. Uh, it is our intention. Hopefully, we can get it done that we will also be doing a live broadcast here on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and all those other uh, different places that we are. Uh, that again, that's our, that's our goal. Hopefully we can get that done. If not, we'll still record the video and we'll upload the video. But uh, as far as getting it done live, I'm hoping that we can get that done. I'm still trying to think through in my mind of the logistics of the technology of all this. I was going to say, and if anyone has any input or, to help our output too. Yeah. Well, I input. That's that's a good point. Uh, anybody, tell us what you'd like to hear us do in front of. The, what would you like to hear us talk about uh, in front of the live audience? Uh, what What would you like to participate in? Um, I mean, just generally interested. We I, I don't know that we've still really decided how this is going to to play out as far as topics and things, but uh, we've been discussing things back and forth. I think we're trying to like we talk about organic a lot. I think we're trying to have it come to us organically. Uh, yeah. This might be the only episode where we have to put a little more scripting. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and John, with the uh, good uh, <laughs> the the good thing of the day, do not wipe your butt with a broken light bulb. That's, That's true. That is the well, words of advice. advice. Words, yes, make words sure the light bulb is intact <laughs> before you wipe your butt. <laughs> All right, uh, John, it's uh, good that you're here. You may have an unfair advantage in this game we're going to play. Uh, once again, we are going to play word teasers, slang version, gentlemen. Uh, so uh, we've played this game before off and on. Uh, just to let everyone know the basic idea of uh, our little game here. Uh, I'm going to read the question out loud. First person is... Uh, Actually, we're going to go back and forth and uh, decide who can get the answer correct. But uh, there are several clues as far as what the answer might be. Uh, but essentially, the answer is a slang term. Um, well, the clue is a slang term, and then you have to determine which thing is uh, correct of the multiple choices. All right, so uh, 
As always, we drew lots backstage. Todd, you will begin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our first word teaser. Um, This is a slang, carny slang from England. Some friends tell you to meet them in the light and dark. Do they, A, want you to meet them at dusk between day and night, B, want you to meet them at the park, C, want to confuse the heck out of you, or D, want you to shave one of your eyebrows? (laughs) That's obviously it. I'm going to say uh, between the first one, between light and dark, between the uh, uh, dusk and dawn, or the, you know, the first one. All right. All right. Uh, so Todd's choice wants you to meet them at dusk between day and night. The correct answer, and I'd probably just have John give you all the correct answers. Uh, John says park. That is correct. Uh, they want you to meet them at the park. Uh, according to the back of the card, they want you to meet at the park, but would laugh like crazy if you misunderstand and shave off one of your eyebrows. Now, John and lightness here. Why, why does light and dark mean the park? I, I would be interested to hear that. Uh, by the way, welcome, Matt. Uh, Hello, Matt. But we'll go on. Uh, we'll have John answer that for us. I, I, again, I'm just curious. He he is going to know all these because they're mostly British English slang terms. <laughs> all right. So uh, Todd misses. Brady gets the point. Ooh. So Brady, one nil. Our score. All right, Brady. All right. A- another slang term from England. Kiki DMs. So K I K I D M DMs. Yeah. Okay. Kiki DMs you. So direct messages you. Kiki yeah. direct messages you that she would like to have a chin wag. <laughs> Did <Chag>. she? <laughs> Did she? A. Just grow a beard. B. Want to make out. C, talk a bunch of gossipy stuff, or D, make you a fresh batch of cookies? I am going to lean toward she wants to talk a bunch of gossip because there was an older gentleman that grew up, that was across the street when I grew up, was talking about people making chin music all the time. And I'm assuming that it's going to be the same kind of thing. So I'm going to go with gossiping and talk a bunch of gossip. All right. So once again, John with our answer, she wants to chat. She wants to gossip. We just realized that we need to, since we have such a distinguished guest with us, we need to turn our comments off. Yeah, no looking at comments, because <laughs> he'll know all these. Uh, well, yeah. Eric can keep his on, obviously. Yeah. Uh yeah, she wants to gossip. You should say yes, or she could wind up gossiping about you. There you go. Um, so John uh, did answer our question. Uh, did, and, and this sounds like 
like play it by earisms. This sounds like our language. I was going to, yeah. We asked him the question, why, why uh, light and dark? And he said simply because it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say apples and pears, that means stairs. So, hey, it's like. Uh, kind of. Play, play yeah. it by earisms. And, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, <laughs> Brady kicks babies. Todd stinks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was I was trying to like solve his riddle, but he's literally just saying that Todd stinks and baby kicks babies. <laughs> yeah, I, there's nothing there's nothing else to look into. There's I was looking for like a rhyming thing, like Todd stinks, like uh, wink wink. I I didn't know what he was going with there, but he, he, he's just saying you suck. Yes, really. I, I I see that. <laughs> oh, John, I'm so happy you're here. You, yes, you've, you've added greatly to our show. All right, uh, Todd. Uh, another slang term from England, once again, carny slang. If your friends Zuli and Blip say they're excited about the Tic Tac, what are they pumped up about? A, going to bet on the ponies at the horse track. B, eating candy that makes their breath smell minty fresh. C, singing karaoke. Or D, excited about the video they just posted. <laughs> I'm going to say the, the, what was the first one? The horse races? Uh, going to bet on the ponies at the horse track. Yeah, I'm going to say they're betting on ponies at the horse track. And the correct answer is get them to put some money on the number two horse they're going to the track. I, I use John's uh, tack rhymes with track. I, I, there you go. <laughs> I, I think he just he just gave you a uh, a thing that you can use here. Yeah, he he may have rendered this game obsolete. <laughs> yeah. That little piece you got the Kyle game. King rule. Whatever, going to have the go go John go uh, rule for this game. The the go John the go on John go on postulate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, John didn't know that one. He's oh. out. But. Uh, your, your rule played on that one, John, going to the track. All right, Brady. Let's see. Once again, slang from England. Your new girlfriend posts that she's feeling chuffed. C-H-U-F-F-E-D. Is she feeling mad, sad, glad, P-O'd, happy, slappy, sexy, goofy, or glamorous? I am going to have to be fair. We have had that one before. I, I think you're right. I, I read it and I remembered it. Okay, so I'll give you another one. Okay. All right. Once again, slang term from England. You ever hear some girl say her prom dress is a bop? Or, uh, excuse me, bomp, B-O-M-P. Is she saying... A, it's a dress that her mother disapproved of. B, it's stolen. C, it's too short and too low cut to be allowed at the prom. Or D, it's very expensive. What was the, did you say bomb? Bomp, B-O-M-P, a bomp. Um... I am going to say expensive 
It's going to be a play on pomp, as in pomp and circumstance. And I just mispronounced on purpose like we do. So I'm going to go with expensive. All right. Answer. Her prom dress is capital very expensive. Ah. So expensive she may not be able to afford underwear to wear with it. Oh. (laughs) Interesting. That makes a problem. Three to one, Brady. I'm on a roll. You are on a roll. All right, Todd. Slang from Australia. So you relay some good news to your Aussie friend, and they say, fair dinkum. F-A-I-R-D-I-N-K-U-M. Did they, A, just curse at you, B, tell you to eat a super hot dinkum pepper, (laughs) C, wondering if you're being fair to them, or D, ask you if you're being honest with them? I think they're asking if you're being honest with them. Asking if you're being honest with them. Answer. Come back with a fair dinkum of your own. They're asking you if you're being honest. Yeah. Correct answer. All right. Three to two. Thing to five. And by two. Brady? Yes. I need to bring up my comments. <laughs> Dennis, Welcome. Todd and that Phil Collins outfit should have the advantage in this game. <laughs> Todd coming back. This game is against the odds. <laughs> Nicely played. <laughs> so I like take it. Take a look <laughs> at the score. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Let's see. Uh, Todd. <laughs> whose question is this? I lost my place. Mm-hmm. It's Todd, mine. Okay. Slang from England. If your brother has a dummy in his mouth, what do we know about him? A, he's a baby with a pacifier. B, he sings some stupid stuff. C, he's a paste eater. (laughs) Or D, he's wearing braces. Will you repeat the first two? Well, one of them was he has a pacifier. Uh, first was one, the second maybe one? with a pacifier. B, he's saying some stupid stuff. Man, it's between A and B. So part of me wants to go A because a dummy, as in like a dummy nipple, like a fake nipple, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. So what was the second one? One more time. He's saying some stupid stuff. See that that man, I really think it should be A. Even if the answer is not A, it should be A because I've never thought of of a pacifier as a dummy nipple. <laughs> 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 Usually, where we're saying that's the nipple dummy. <laughs> 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 
A dummy nipule. It's a dummy nipule. It's a it's a it's crash test dummy. It's a it's a fill in for the for the <sighs> real thing. <laughs> real thing. <laughs> but I'm gonna say B. B. Saying something stupid. Answer. <laughs> you were gonna say something else. I was gonna say that if that's the case, then I'm full of dummies. So what we know about him is that he's a baby. A dummy is a pacifier. So, uh, you see the way I talk myself right out of that? You talk yourself out of Go with your gut. Always. Test taking 101. Damn. So uh, Brady can win here. Going for it, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, John, I... I I, I I love what he brings to John. I'm, again, I just I keep saying this to you. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, especially for this game. It says I'm struggling with this lot. You need to look at Carney rhyming slang as Cockney. Cockney. No, it's, it's Carney. No, it's Cockney. No, I don't think so. What? It, what are you What are you looking at? It's not. It's. It looks like that, but it's not pronounced that. Oh, you sure? Huh. I'm positive. I, I'm fairly positive. John can correct me if I'm wrong. But well, uh, far in that. I thought it was Cockney, didn't you, Brady? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, too. Uh, rhyming slang as a form of English slang, which originated in the East End of London. Again, this is just, this is our language. I think yeah. we're just closet Brits. Uh, raspberry equals raspberry tart equals fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. You make raspberry, uh, you know, you, you blow one. <laughs> as in blowing raspberries. Making rasping noises with your mouth. I never thought of that. There you go. I so, did always wonder wow. where that came from, where how that was considered a raspberry. Uh, so like skin, skin and blister equals sister. <laughs> like one of our isms. Yes. So, I, so if I start calling my, my sisters my skin blisters, <laughs> they should know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Todd's right. I, I stand corrected. Cockney. Cockney. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I thought for sure it was Carney. I had someone, I heard that somewhere once. Apparently, I heard wrong. All right. Brady for the win. Todd to stay in the game. Slang from Australia. Wrigley wants to meet up a Sarvo. So that's spelled S apostrophe A R V O. What's she trying to tell you? A, she can't talk right now. Her head is stuck in a Barbie doll house. B, she'd like to get together. That, and <laughs> That old chestnut. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm washing my hair. No, my head's stuck in a Barbie doll house. <laughs> uh, B, she'd like to get together in the afternoon. C, she wants to get together once you become a billionaire. D, she's starving. She wants to meet and eat meat immediately. (laughs) 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 What was the first one, Eric? Uh, She can't talk right now. Her head is stuck in a Barbie doll house. And what was the second one? She'd like to get together in the afternoon. 
Could you read the original sentence one more time? Wrigley wants to meet up Sarvo. What's she trying to tell you? I mean, maybe I'm being boring here, but it seems like meet up in the afternoon is the only one that makes any sense at all. So I'm going to go with that. Answer. She wants to meet up this afternoon, provided she can escape her mother. <laughs> Todd, you look <laughs> irritated by that. I just, I dominated this game last time, and I was crap tonight. Yes. All right, five to two, our final, Brady. Nice, nice jab. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Hit the wing. All right, so uh, going back to the comments... Uh, yeah, I can turn this back on now. Yeah. yeah. John said, I think slang was used to avoid being overheard by policemen. Kind of like in class when you when you <laughs> cough when you cough and say a cuss word so your teacher doesn't hear you. So we're gonna go have a bite at the speakeasy, right? See? See we don't want yeah. to the speakeasy. Yeah. Don't want the coppers to overhear us. I would think with what with what go on go on John Golan is saying that it would be it would be kind of like how does everyone know what all of the different word combinations and stuff stand for? I think it would be very very difficult. And it probably changes from one area of town to the other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was a that was a, a Zach and Todd thing in high school was just combining two words. You know what I mean? That was that was kind of the way we talked, yeah. and we, we kind of built a language off of it. Apparently, uh, apparently subconsciously, you stole it. Because <laughs> the Cockneys <laughs> were doing it well before you were. The Cockneys, yeah. The Cockneys. <laughs> All right. Uh, good show. Good, good. Yeah. That was excellent fun. As always, thanks thanks to our guests. You guys r really make make it all happen. Yep. Uh, yeah, speaking, yeah. Uh, speaking of guests... Uh, once again, 100th episode live studio audience, Sunday, June 5th, 5 to 8, Sons of Toil Brewing. Go to our Facebook page, look for the event. Uh, tell us that you're coming. And just for Dennis, I'm going to be wearing my Phil Collins <laughs> outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better have that unshaven and unshorn look, too. Yeah, I, I always I like my newsboys. I never really thought of it being Phil Collins outfit, but I can see it from the from the neck up. <laughs> in the air tonight. <laughs> there you go. All right. I uh, want to remind you that the audio version of this show will come out on Friday morning at 3 a.m. Uh, you can get that at most anywhere. You can find an audio podcast, our biggest providers, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app. And again, most anywhere you can find an audio podcast. We are probably there. Uh, Video-wise, will be archived on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you look at Play It By Your Podcast on YouTube, uh, also here on Facebook, uh, we're archived there as well, and on Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. Uh, John was listening to us on Twitch, so uh, good to have a Twitch li listener viewer. Uh, find our social media links on our website, www.playitbyyourpodcast.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams. Uh, you can interact with us via email, admin at playbyyourpodcast.com. You can leave a voice message, and I will uh, talk specifically about the iHeartRadio app. If you use that app, they now have 
a talkback feature where you can leave us a voice message using that feature. And, and again, it's just a click of a button and it will be sent right to us. We're on the iHeartRadio app. So uh, we'll, we'll get that message. We're still begging for one of those voice. John, leave us a voice message. We want to hear your voice because yes, you know, the, uh, the British accent, I'd, I'd love to hear it and put it into the show. Uh, please do that. Yeah. Um, I feel we need to shout out Joey again to um, Square Table Degenerates is going to be having yes. Tommy Chong of Teach and Chong fame on their podcast. So uh, check them out. I think he said uh, it was going to be Monday next week. Monday. Monday. Yeah. The Monday ninth. at 3 p.m. But uh, I know their shows are archived on their Facebook channels as well. So uh, if you look up Square Table Degenerates on Facebook or excuse me, YouTube, I should say, uh, that's where they are, and their uh, shows are archived. So if you can't make it for the live version Monday at 3, uh, you can uh, catch that at a later time at your convenience. All right, gentlemen, anything else for the good of the order? No. Nope. I think so. we're good. All right. Uh, once again, I want to echo what Todd said. Uh, thanks, audience. You, you made this one a great one tonight. Great show. All right. Take us out, Todd. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.